Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, Episode 424. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton, and I'm so happy to have you here with us today. And I'm thrilled to introduce today's guest, Rico Cavellia. Rico is the creator of the Ageless Living Lifestyle, and I'm so excited to chat with you, Rico. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm as excited. Oh, I got to tell you, (laughs) when we met, and you know my mom was watching, because you heard about that, right? Oh, yes. Not to embarrass you right after the start. Oh, yeah. But she's like, is he single? <laughs> uh, I remember you telling me that now. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, Mom. I just had to throw you out there. I was like, Mom, I'm not asking you right now either, Rico. But welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. And I'd love if you would share with the listeners a better introduction of who you are and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, what I've been living and teaching for the past, well, almost 35 years is what I call the ageless living lifestyle. Well, I guess I should start by, uh, I moved to San Diego in 1980. And in 1981, I met one of the very first personal trainers here in San Diego. And he needed some help. So I was looking for something new to do. So I got together with him and we opened up one of the, I think, the very first modern personal training studio here in San Diego in 1981. Really? Yeah. And we did some of the very first corporate fitness programs. And so I was amazed, you know, that you're able to, you know, learn about the physical body and and how it works and how to best take care of yourself and get yourself in really good shape and be energetic and healthy. And then you can help other people do the same and actually get paid for it. So I thought that was really great. So I've been doing that all this time. And then I think it was in the late 90s when I first discovered that science was telling us that our genetic potential is to actually stay healthy to 125. So our lifespan could actually be 125. At least 125. That's our genetic potential. Wow. But yet we know that our life expectancy in America is only around 80. Mm -hmm. So I'm going, well, wait a minute here. (laughs) That means... Most people are missing out on up to 45 years of good living, right? And so I didn't want to do that. You know, I said, hey, I want to be around here and enjoy my life and do all I can and experience all I can. So I began to research, you know, what really is the root cause of that. And, of course, it is our unhealthy lifestyles. We also know now that our genes play really a small role in really how healthy we are going to be and how long we're going to live. I mean, they are a factor, but not a big factor. So it's really our lifestyle so I set out to determine, you know, what do we need to do, you know, to create a healthy lifestyle so we can stay healthy and energetic and vital all of our life and never become old. So I developed what I call the uh, just living lifestyle. So I've been working on that and helping people and training people in, in my lifestyle ever since. Oh, I love that. Especially considering every time I look in the mirror, I swear there's another gray hair staring out at me. <laughs> well, I've actually started assigning them to children. I'm like, you see this one? This one has your name on it. <laughs> but I can see, especially, I'm not in San Diego. I'm in the Midwest, right. in a town where I leave my house and within one minute drive, I'm surrounded by 18 pizza shops. That's yeah. only a slight 
exaggeration. I mean, yeah. within one block, there's six pizza shops in a one block, and that's only this one section of town. <laughs> I mean, we've got junk on every single corner. But yes. when I look at my town, we've got two, I mean, besides parks. And I know that's a big oversight for a lot of people. We can do so much if we just get out there and even just appreciate our parks or go for a walk. Yes, on the asphalt. But as far as fitness facilities, we have two in our town. And then if we Uh want to go to the YMCA, we have to, I mean, it's not a long drive. Don't get me wrong. But (laughs) when I can barely leave my house in time to pick up my kids from daycare on time, driving the 15 minutes to the YMCA is, well, it's been shoved to the back for the last four years, four years. And I know that those four years contribute to the loss of those 45 years at the end of my life that you were just talking about, plus the convenience of McDonald's right down the street. Well, I fully understand your situation and so many people, and especially when you have young children. I understand it's it's definitely easier for me. <laughs> I don't have to deal with young children. I know your life is so busy, but we just have to realize that you can find some time to take care of yourself. And it's just like, you know, no, if you don't take care of yourself, how can you take care of your family and your children well as well? And you also you have to keep in mind the positive thought that you want to be a really good role model for your children, right? So I know it's not easy. <laughs> it's no question it's easy, but I know everyone can find some time. Again, you don't have to be a, a triathlete, right? You don't have to be <laughs> spending hours and hours doing all these things, but you take 15-minute breaks and do certain things, you know, to breathe and to move and to stretch every day. So I have a lot of different ways to help people, you know, how to Find the time to do the things that are most important so that you can stay really fit and healthy and energetic all of your life. I love that. And especially considering the pillars of positive productivity are self-care systems and support. And when I realized that, because those weren't always the pillars, I was using fluff words. This is just an, a realization in the last six months that these are the true pillars. But when I started getting the support and systems set up in my business properly, then there's more time for Mm -hmm. the self-care and even the time for the children. Because forget taking care of me, I wasn't even being the best mom or wife that I could be because I was always glued to my business. And then we see that not just with business, I mean, we can even see it with stay-at-home parents or people who are working corporate. They're just so much in the rush that they neglect the self. Absolutely. Whenever I speak to a group, I always like to ask people and try and figure out, you know, how did we ever get into this rush society that, you know, everybody talked to is so busy, right? Everybody's so busy. Everybody feels like they're overwhelmed. And it's almost like cool to be stressed and, and so busy and rushed. And, and everybody thinks we have to accomplish so many things. And, you know, all of our technology is great, obviously. I mean, we can do so many things, just like we're able to sit here and talk together and how great that is. But we get so attached to it and we take everything to extreme, you know, like, you know, for me, a cell phone is is just a tool and I don't carry it with me all the time. I don't keep it with me all the time because I just recently saw some funny videos that people have filmed people walking around, you know, looking at their cell phone and running into poles and falling into swimming pools and we're just so distracted, you know. So it's always about balance, right? Everything in in our life is about balance. So. One of my ebooks is called Real Happiness, Real Success, Real Fast. I have a whole series of books called Real Something Real Fast. 
And so what I came up with was kind of a spin on how there's so many different things that we all want to do, right? We, we want to take care of our family and have a nice relationship. We want to take care of our business. We need to take care of our health. We need to do things that are fun. So all these things, so we have to get real clear on what are the most important things in each of those categories. And then we need to take time for all of those things. Maybe not every day, but in one week, you need to make sure you've scheduled time for fun, for family, for business, for your health, and not put them off because you know it's so easy to say, well, right now I'm too busy, but I'll do it later, right? That's so many people are caught up into that. And so the whole concept is that if you're gonna live a successful, happy day, you need to work on all those things. You need to have some fun. You need to take care of your health. You need to take care of your family, your business. So you need to get a plan how you can interject all those different areas that are important almost every day or at least every week. So therefore, you are actually are having a successful and happy day every day. Otherwise, you're just putting things off and time goes by and pretty soon you realize that you really haven't been living a really successful and happy life. I have seen that personally. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it the most when I look at my older three children versus my twins who are three. Wow, you have twins? How cool. Yeah. And I was working, 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 working all the time when they were going through that first year and a half to two years. And I don't remember when they took their first step. I don't remember when they rolled over. I don't remember their first words. But for the rest of them, I remember everything mm-hmm. because I wasn't working, working. Like right. I was working, but I wasn't busy being busy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that's, I see that so often. I have conversations with people. Actually, I just had one yesterday. I've been so busy today, but I can't tell you what I got done. That's what somebody told me. I was like, yeah, hmm, why not? Right. Like, and I'm not to say I don't have days like that because I really do. There's some days where I'm just going from one thing to the next. And at the end of the day, I can't tell you what I did. Yeah. So I think that's why it's so important, you know, like to take some time out to meditate or just be quiet and be still and just think about what is going on with our life. Because as you know, too, one day just rolls into the next and we can get so just caught up into what we think that we have to do and we're just rolling through our life without being really mindful of what's really going on and not really being aware of if we're really feeling connected to our life and to ourself and really to enjoy our our life. So I've been learning more and more about how important it is to take the time to uh, check in. And it's all about clarity, right? It's all about being clear on what's really truly important in your life and what you really want your life to be about. If I may, I, I have a a really good exercise that I always give everybody in any of my workshops or a talk. It's called a clarity exercise. And it's real simple. You take a like a loose leaf notebook and just line paper and you take one sheet and you, you draw horizontal lines, two horizontal lines, so you have three sections. And the first section is you write down is what I really need in my life right now. And the second one is what I really want in my life right now. And then the third one is what do I want my life to be about? Really, what is my purpose, what I really want to achieve in my life? And so you just take about 10 minutes every day and just whatever comes to your mind. What do I really need? What do I want? What do I want my life to be about? And then you do that every day for 30 days, and you don't look what you wrote the other day. And at the end of 30 days, you'll be so amazed at how you'll become really clear on what you really need to be putting your attention on and what you need to 
you know, make happen in your life and then what you really want. Because I think, you know, we get so caught up and we go through life and you can ask so many people, they don't even really know what they should be doing or what they really want or what their life's about. So if you do that clarity exercise for 30 days, it'll be amazing. You'll really be a lot clearer on what you really need to be doing or, or what you need to accomplish and what you really want in your life and then what your life can be about. And of course, it can always be changing, but that's something I think can really help everybody to be. <clears throat> first, that's where it all starts is being real clear on what your life's about. I love that. And if you had asked me uh, maybe three years ago, I would have said that my what I need and what my want were the same thing, money. <laughs> well, that's the only one of them. That's one part. Yeah, yeah, but now I can tell you, yes, I need money to pay bills, right. but not even on the list of what I want in my life right. right now. I was looking at my kids this morning. Listeners were recording on a Thursday, and there was a change in my husband's work schedule this week. So he had a four-day weekend last week, and he's working retail, and he has to work this Saturday, which he hasn't had to do in months. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so what would I like to do this weekend? Or specifically on Saturday, my husband is working open to close, which means I have them, all three of them, from 8.30 a.m. when they wake up to 8.30 p.m. when they go to sleep and they don't nap <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. By one o'clock in the afternoon, I'm ready for a nap on those days. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, so what can I do? What do I have time for? Because my business is really busy right now, and I'm working on that. Like, no, Kim, stop worrying about the business. This is Saturday. This is when you need to be spending time with the kids, and what can you be doing? Mm -hmm. So I realized just this morning, that's a big shift for me. Because if you had asked me two years ago, oh, it's Saturday, I need to work. I'm just going to plug them into their electronic babysitters, and we're going to stay inside, even if it's 85 and beautiful sunny outside. But I got work to do. This weekend, no. I'm like, huh, I hope the weather's going to be good. We can go to the city pool and have a blast. Well, I was going to ask you what some of the alarms are that tell us you need to make a change. Because you are not living the ageless lifestyle. Okay. Well, for me, the, the very first one, and this is, most people will look at you kind of funny when I say this, but I like to always ask people too when I speak to a group, are you having a lot of fun in your life? And a lot of people really don't raise their hand. And so many people have gotten so rushed and so caught up in what they think they have to do that they don't even know what fun would be anymore. So, you know, life's not supposed to be a struggle. It's definitely very challenging. You know, to be a human being is quite challenging, no question. And it gets more challenging in these times that we're in now. But some people don't even realize what having fun would be anymore. So I would say, if you don't feel like you're having fun in your life right now, well, you really need to slow down and take a look at it because life should be fun. Life's not shouldn't be just a big struggle and all these problems you gotta deal with and all this stuff and stress. And if every day if you're feeling stressed and you feel like you're not having enough fun and you feel like you're, you don't have enough time to do what you need to do, and you feel like you're, you're a little fatigued, you're, you don't have enough energy, those are all the signs that are really out of balance and you need to take a step back and really look at what you're doing and get a lot more focused on what's truly important in your life and need to just make time for all those things that are important and it'll work out. And I think when you actually do that, when you're taking time for yourself to exercise, take care of your physical body and your, and your mental body with meditation, 
And when you are having time to do some fun things that you really want to do, you're actually going to be more productive. You know, that is positive productivity. You'll be more productive. You'll be more focused and then you'll get more done in a shorter amount of time instead of just being feeling all stress and not having really the energy and vitality that you need to be really productive. So you're spending a lot more time working on what you think you need to get done, but you're not being as effective. Does that make sense? Oh, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah. So just two years ago, as I said, I was chasing a dollar. That's what I needed. And I thought that's what I wanted. So I was sacrificing sleep. I was sleeping two to three hours a night for almost two years after my twins were born. And then everything just crashed down. I mean, I I went into a major depression and anxiety and thought about killing myself. That is not living the ageless living lifestyle. But my stress was leading me to think, if I just stay up and work, 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 I can get by on an hour and a half to two hours of sleep at night. No, no. And I'm not saying that sleeping all day is the cure either. I mean, we had to go out there and we had to take care of our body and we had to nourish it properly. And I feel bad preaching this because I am not the model of this. That's why we have Rico on. But I can tell you (laughs) that if you are so stressed that you are working yourself to the bone and you only see your pillow, if you're even sleeping in your bed, one to two hours a night. I'm going to tell you, you need to start there because just by getting back into a regular sleep pattern and by regular, I mean, I get six to eight hours a night. I would be lying if I said I get eight hours every night because I just don't. But just by getting back into that, my anxiety flipped off within two weeks and the stress just went way down. And what I realized was that I was more productive every day because I was rested and I was less stressed. Now, that's not to say that I don't get stressed. I do get stressed, but my stress today is nothing like it was two years ago. Absolutely. Kim, sleep is so important. It's one of the most important components of a wellness program. They've actually done studies now, cognitive studies. They took some subjects and they gave them cognitive tests if they got seven hours of sleep, six hours of sleep, five hours, four hours, like that. And for every hour that you get less than seven to eight hours of sleep, your cognitive abilities go down. And it goes down and you'll hear people say, oh, I can get by on four hours of sleep, no problem. Well, they're just kidding themselves. They're not functioning up to their capacity. And if you're not getting at least seven hours of sleep a night, you're totally aging yourself. That's one of the reasons why people do break down and have all these illnesses and disease and why people are getting old and sick and dying way too young. It's so critically important. And here's the thing. Think about sleep. You know, we think about that we get energy from food and we do get some energy, but really food is really about putting nutrients and, you know, proteins and amino acids and things into our body that can build and repair our body. But where we really get our energy from, our body is an energy producing machine. It's in balance. So, you're actually producing the energy that you need as you're sleeping. So if you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to run out of energy because think about this. You can only go maybe a couple of days without any sleep. And what happens? Your body just shuts down, right? But you can go. People have fasted, you know, for 40 weeks. Days. Yeah. yeah, 40 days. And you can still have energy without having food. But if you don't get to sleep, 
and your body has to shut down. So sleep is vitally important, and that's one of the biggest problems we have right now. So many people don't sleep well. It's a huge problem right now. Again, we just got so out of balance in our life. You know, we're not eating, we're not feeding ourselves high fuel of foods, we're not getting enough sleep, we're not getting enough movement. All the things that our body requires to be well and function well, people are just not doing. And uh, it's, it's a major problem. So that's kind of my mission to try and get more people to understand and get educated and, and empower themselves so they can be well and you know live a much higher energy and productive, joyful life. Absolutely. I just recently had a call with somebody who's in Pacific time zone. I mean, much the same as you and I here. It was at 10 o'clock my time and I'm in Eastern time zone. She's Pacific. So it was 7am. That was the only time that was available on my calendar when she made the appointment. And she's like, is there any way that you can change it? I'm not a morning person. Well, long story short, she didn't get my response because my email had a malfunction. And we hopped on the call and she's like, you know, I'm just really stressed. I haven't been sleeping and I have psoriasis. And all three of those just went right together for me because yes. I, I know why she's stressed. Yes. And now I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physician. So I don't know that stress can lead to psoriasis, but it would make sense to me. I mean, when, when I get super, super stressed, I break out in bumps on my elbows, which itch horribly. Yes. And then can lead to not sleeping. But it's like that never ending vicious cycle that if you don't tackle the one, well, let's just take psoriasis out of that equation. But the stress can affect the sleep and the sleep can affect the stress. But yeah. So what are some of those very first initial steps that you were talking about that can break people's bad cycles and get them into a really good one? Well, it's all about mindfulness. You know, I just have to say this real quickly. Uh, last week, I was in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I got to present and speak at the 43rd Annual Wellness Conference. Wow. And uh, yeah, that was really fun. I want to tell you an interesting thing, too, that there was a few thousand people there. And guess what? There was 10 to 1 women over men, primarily women, all in the wellness, which was really interesting to me. Again, you guys are just so much more in tune to understand what you need to do. But anyway, my point was, we had a keynote speaker there who was some professor from Yale, Justin Brewer, his name was. He's got a new book out on mindfulness, and that's what he teaches and researches on mindfulness. So it's becoming a mainstream thing. He's, he's at Yale University. And so, you know, mindfulness is always about being aware, you know, of what we're believing, what we're thinking, and what we're feeling, because that's what leads to the actions that we take, you know. So why people have the results of any kind of illness or any kind of health challenges, it all begins in our mindset, right? All, we know now that what manifests in our physical body begins in our mental emotional state. So it's our beliefs and our thoughts and our emotions which create our feelings and we're feeling beings. And so that's what the actions that we take and that's the results that we get. So it's all about, first of all, being mindful of what is happening in your life, but then having the positive mindset to realize that we're in control. You know how it's, it's commonly said that 95% of what's going on in our life is run by our subconscious mind, and that's yeah. probably true. But here's the thing what you have to realize is that our conscious mind is in control. Your conscious mind can override your subconscious mind. And the way you do that is by being mindful and being aware of what's going on that's not right and realize that you have the power to change that with your belief system and your thoughts and your feelings. You have total control over that, and you can change. You have the power to change that in your life. 
So that's the first step is to be mindful of what's going on and then realizing that you have the power to change that. And then you have to get yourself educated on what you need to do, and, but that you can do it. You need to get educated on what you need to do. So that's the first part is to, to be aware and then to realize you can and then get educated to realize you know, what are my body's requirements. You know, there's basically in my age of living lifestyle, I kind of to make things really easy and simple for people. There's basically seven essentials of life that we need to do just to stay alive. We need to breathe oxygen right. We need to drink water. We need to eat food. We need to eliminate those waste products. We need to move our body. We need to get rest and relaxation. And we need to use our brain, our mind effectively. So those are the seven things that we're already doing. But the thing is that we haven't learned to master any of those things. So that's kind of like what my Age of Living Lifestyle is about, learning to really master all those seven essentials, which you're already doing anyway. We're already doing them, but we're just not doing them nearly as effective as we can. So, so that's kind of where, how I begin. I begin to break it down, what you're thinking, and then what are you, you know, are you breathing? Are you getting enough water? Are you eating real food? Are you moving your body? Are you, you know, eliminating? Are you getting enough rest? And are you having fun in your life? So that's how I break it down. So that's kind of the steps that you need to take. I love the point of real food. Let's just say that. Well, thank you. As a matter of fact, my very first hard copy book I wrote back in the 90s was called Real Food, Real Fats. That's kind of started my whole series of real something, real fast. And it was about how to make uh, healthy, fast food. Because in those days, you know, I was really a busy personal trainer. And I, you know, I was rushing around to one client to see another one. And I wasn't eating that healthy because I was just rushing around. You know? So I realized hey, I've got to come up with some ideas. So real food is, is just to realize that real food is what's grown in nature. It doesn't come in a can or a box or a package. It doesn't have a label because it doesn't need a label. It's already perfectly as it is. So real food is like organic fruits and vegetables and whole grains and nuts and seeds, and then some healthy animal products that are raised naturally without any hormones and chemicals and cages and all those sort of things. So real food is just what grows in nature. And an easy tip is if you go into most supermarkets, the real food's on the perimeter, the vegetables and fruits and even some animal products. And then all the packaged stuff, which mostly you don't need, and where they make all their money, all the shelves and all the big sales and all the big production and all those packaged stuff is what you really don't need. So it's pretty simple. Well, nutrition is a very complex subject. We're all biochemical. I speak typo. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Unique. And so real healthy food for one person can be deadly for other people. But so you you need to understand and know what works for your personal body. But if most people would just make 80 to 90% of your body out of real food and try and make at least about 50% raw, people would be amazed at how many ailments would go away and how much more energy you would have. Yeah. I'm picturing myself going into the grocery mm-hmm. and I can tell you that I've tried a path from the front door to any of those center aisles. <laughs> yeah. Pasta, yeah. macaroni and cheese, right. pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So go around the perimeter first. Mm-hmm. We actually filmed a, a video. I have a video about how to shop. We did this a long time ago, a partner of mine. If you want, I'll send it to you. You can check it out. I think you'll like it. I would it. love that. And I'd love to put yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah. 
we showed up two different baskets of people shopping and this one person had all this packaged junk food and all these things full of stuff and how many calories and how much it costs and all that and then we went around so you go around the perimeter and you primarily fill up your basket 90 percent with real food with lots of fruits and vegetables and grains and nuts and all the healthy real food and then you have a little bit of space for a few different things that i don't believe in being extreme you know like you got to be you can't eat this you can't eat that i don't think any extreme diet is going to be helpful it's going to be really stressful for you you just got to be sensible you know primarily a diet of real food and then there's always time you know for some certain things and treats things you really like so it, yeah it's kind of funny and, and then we actually showed that we actually all, all the things that we bought had so much more nutrition, it actually costs less, and we had enough food for a whole week, and this other basket was filled with all this junk stuff. So, yeah, I think it was, it was pretty interesting. So, yeah, go around the perimeter first and get all the things you really need and want, and then you can always pick out a few little items that, that you want. Does that make sense? I was speaking to Mew. How embarrassing. You just turned my <laughs> Saturday because, I mean, I'm in Ohio. We've got farmer's market. Yeah, farmer's market. Great. Yeah. And in the 14 years that I've lived in Ohio, I have never been to any of the farmer's markets, except oh, for yeah. one that's like actually on a farm. Uh, you got to start going for sure. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. It's yeah. fun too. It's fun. It makes it a lot more fun to go out and shop and you can talk with the people who bring the food. And can you get a lot of organic foods there in Ohio? Well, I know at the supermarket I can, but I don't know. I mean, I would have to imagine at the farmer's markets too. But I know, you know, we have to watch out for whatever they spray on it. But I would have to imagine so. But I know that my littles would love that. Oh, Just yeah. Just walking through and seeing what they have. And they love to talk to people. My stranger danger doesn't exist like it should in my house. Just putting it out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't take my kids to the grocery. One of my three-year-old twins, my daughter, we were standing in line one day. This is totally off the topic of Angel's Living Lifestyle. But there's this older gentleman standing in front of us in line at the checkout, and he's wearing red shorts. And for some reason, she was just very attracted to his red shorts. And she reaches out, and she puts her hand on his butt. I'm like, what are you doing? And he turns around, and he's like, oh, look at you, little miss. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But they have no fear. But they also, they do love the produce department. They love nuts. But I'm usually just in such a hurry and they love seeds, too. I'm usually just in such a hurry that I skip over that, go get my meal in a box, and leave. Yeah. You know, I think it's an opportunity to just enjoy. Not too many men like to shop. A lot of people don't like to shop. I actually love to go buy food, and I go a few times a week because in order to get fresh food, it pretty much make almost all my meals. I mean, I eat out sometimes, but I mean, it's fun to see what new things are out there, and, and I like to pick out different foods, and, it, and there's all the different colors and varieties. To me, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, take your children to the farmer's market. It's an opportunity to teach them about food and nutrition and all the different colors. One of the important things to look at your plate when you're eating, if you have a rainbow of colors, you know, the more colors you have, the more nutrition you have. And also the deeper the color, you know, the more nutritious the food is. So you always want to have a rainbow of colors when you eat. So you're getting a whole spectrum of nutrients. But it's really fun to learn about the different foods and what the different nutritional values they have and to try just big experiments. That's another problem people have is they eat the same things over and over again. Mm, that's our house. Yes. 
Yeah, I know. Me too. I grew up too. I remember, <laughs> I, you know, I grew up with my family and that Saturday we had hamburgers and Friday had fish and Thursday was spaghetti. We ate the same thing all the time. So you just not get wide variety. There's so many variety of fruits and vegetables and like say nuts and seeds and grains and there's so many different varieties and they all have different qualities and nutritional values. So it's so important. Okay. My husband is a danger at the supermarket. I'll send him with a list of four things that should cost $40. You might be wondering how it gets to $40. Cause we <laughs> still have one in diapers. Okay. So there goes 25. Oh. But the other three are just necessities. He comes home with almost $200 of stuff, including no joke, four packages of donuts that cost four or $5 a piece. Ooh. So I, he got lovingly reminded that that's not part of our budget right now, nor does it need to go into our belly. And so when I give him grocery list now, I'm like, I write in big, bold box letters at the top, stick to the list. <laughs> like, and I make him read it to me. That makes me sound like a angry school mom wife, <laughs> but I'm really not. Yeah, We've been working on buying our house. So just really stick to the list because those donuts are not going to show the balance in the bank account that we need. Right. And donuts. That's absolutely one of the worst foods you could put in your body. It's processed white flour and sugar, and usually they're cooked in some kind of rancid oil. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely the worst thing you should put in your body. Yeah, and you're hungry again like 30 minutes later because it was all just junk. Like, yeah. no, I don't want that. Eggs would be awesome. Or yes. protein, please yeah. leave. And the kids are hungry too. Like, even at three years old, they want three or four of them. I'm like, yeah, sweetie, you're just putting pure sugar and they're going to be hungry again in an hour. Get something else. He's like, yeah, good point. That's but, exactly right. Yeah. So I made eggplant fries. They weren't fried, but I made eggplant fries for him. Now, he has a little bit of an aversion to anything that's not part of our normal diet, but I think mm -hmm. my kids would love them. I'm getting so excited about food this weekend. All right. Yeah. Food is great. I mean, I love food. And there's so many different varieties and so many things. And, you know, these days you can just go online, too, and find all kind of healthy recipes. I'll tell you what, too. My book, Real Food Real Fast, a few years ago, we updated it. And I got with a friend of mine who's a, a healthy uh, raw food chef. And so we included over 100 recipes, about half of them are raw food recipes. And then some of the other ones are not raw food. But, and these are all recipes that you can make in 15 minutes or less. So I need that. I'm going to send you a copy of that. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. And listeners, there will be a link in the show notes. Okay, great. Yeah. Rico, this has been amazing. And I actually want to ask you to come back again for part two chat, because I know be there's great. so much more that we can cover and that we're just touching, like we're only yes. brushing the surface of so Absolutely. much <laughs> Yes. Where can listeners find you online, connect and get to know more about you and what you do? Okay, well, my main website is agelesslivinglifestyle.com. But right now, if I may, I, I have a new online wellness club. It's at beboldneverbeold.com. So it's all about, do I have a minute to tell a little bit about that? Yeah, and that title rocks, beboldneverbeold.com. Right. That's fabulous. Yeah. yeah, please do share. Well, so a few years ago, you know, I realized that teaching ageless living lifestyle, I could primarily did it one-on-one -on -one with my clients or, you know, some small workshops that I've done here in San Diego. And so I wanted to make it available for everybody who really wants to improve their, their health and wellness and doesn't want to get old and like most people and die way too young. 
So I created what I call the B-Bowl, Never Be Old Wellness Club. And so you have me on video as your personal trainer. And each week you get a, a training video from me. And right now we have a special. You can join for the first month for only $1 just to check it out. So I put it out there. I really, I think, can make a big difference in people's lives. So I'd love to have them go there and, uh, and check it out. Yeah, definitely. Listeners, Be Bold, Never Be Old will be in the show notes as well, which you can find at thekimsutton.com forward slash PP424. Rico, this has been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to part two and onward from there in the future. And I'm, and I'm sure listeners do as well. Listeners, I want to ask you to go to my site at thecomsountain.com forward slash PP424 and give us your feedback. Let us know what you want Rico to address in a future episode and just let us know how this conversation was found of value to you. So thank you so much. Rico, again, Thank you. Do you have a parting piece of advice or a golden nugget that you can offer for this first part of our conversation? Absolutely. First, I want to say, too, it's been so much fun. You're so much fun to talk with, and I really appreciate what you're doing and having me on your show. Well, I think that's what we kind of talked about. I think the most important thing is to change your mindset and to realize that you can. It's not that difficult to create a healthy, energetic body and to stay healthy and not to become old and sick and die way too young you got to believe that you can stay healthy and energetic all of your life. And that's certainly my goal, and that's what I'm teaching, and I totally believe that. So you just got to change your belief about that. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, I'm supporting six- to seven-figure business coaches with their marketing automation and entrepreneurs like you through my coaching and mastermind programs. I want to invite you to visit thekimsutton.com to learn how I can help you take your business to the next level.